Hello and welcome to episode 287 of Three Bears in a Movie. I'm Richard Laird and I'm with... Colin McKay. Hello. Hello, Colin. Hey, Richard. Sunday night. We're, we're, we're on a Sunday. We've kind of pushed this one we have, we've to the limits. Light is unfortunately going away this week and um, we're, we're getting this one right under the wire. I think this might be the latest we've ever done one on a Sunday night, probably. Oh, just to try possibly. And get it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but that's, a nice, that's a nice way to spend a Sunday evening, though, isn't it? It's just... Yes, gentlemen, my dude, talking about movies. It's like... The Sunday yeah. nights go, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's a nice break. <laughs> the, the chaos is erupting in my house right now, so it's, it's nice to, <laughs> to sneak away and do this for hopefully a wee hour. Um, so what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Amigos, which I don't know if it's like a Desperado rip-off or just like two opposing beers with the same I idea. I believe that a Desperado rip-off in some way. It's not bloody cheap, you know, but um, Asda. Ah. Yeah, it was like kind of two pound a bottle or something. Ah. It's not bad. But I, I quite like these tequila beers because they've got a wee sweetness to them. Wee kickness like, to them. Yeah, yeah, it's just like kind of just this artificial sweetness at the back end of it, and it's like yeah. it's so drinkable, which is dangerous because they're usually quite strong. There was a time in my early twenties that's all I drank was that Desperado stuff. I drank it at length. You don't really get it quite as often as much as you used to. It used to be quite mm. a. And you only ever, I've noticed you only ever do it in three bottles as well. You get, yeah, you don't like, get yeah. four. Like, I don't know, is it because it's stronger or? I have no idea. Maybe just that's, that's a marketing gimmick to sell it in threes or something. I don't know. But um, the, the, free, the free amigos. Free amigos, plus that's oh, what it is. Oh, desperados. Maybe it's, yeah. um, but you, you used to get crates of it as well. You could buy, and I used to drink a lot of them. And I was used to get in a lot of bars as well, but it seems to have fallen away in, in recent times. It, it's strong. Not, not the amigos is like kind of. Five percent, but I think Desperados is like maybe six percent. I mean, so that's mm. quite strong. So drinking that when you're Ricky, well done, you sir, for uh, well, not having an alcohol problem. Much harder constituents. <laughs> he can he can handle this shit. Now Richard's in his late thirties, he can he can barely do one beer these days without feeling rotten. Yeah, I know. It gives gives me the fear. So if I have more than two beers, I'm like, I'm gonna fucking have a shitty hangover tomorrow yeah, drinking with two beers and it's like embarrassing and, and cringe it all at the same time so, no, I am embracing nice. the alcohol freeness you know like the, the alcohol free beers some of them are actually quite nice I'm like going are they nice or am I just trying to pretend to myself that yeah, they're nice yeah. myself feel like I'm drinking because you're drinking a beer but without the purpose of drinking a beer do you know yes. what I mean it's like, it tastes like beer but I'm drinking beer for a reason yeah. and this is yeah it's real um, which leads us to what are you drinking I am unfortunately drinking Coke Zero like I said, um, chaos in my house. My wife decided to start painting the house or the living room anyway uh, on a at six o'clock on a Sunday evening. So we're we're currently doing that. So when I come off this, I'll have to go back and help her. Um, and I don't want to be you know tipsy after <laughs> painting, a, painting a living room. To be honest, because I put it to you, sir, that your good lady is overachieving with the painting. She is a woman who, um, when she sets her mind to something, she definitely gets her arse in gear and gets doing it. Um, so I imagine she'll be well on the way to get it finished before I even get down there, to be honest. I've done all oh. I've, I've pitched in, I've done all the masking, taping, and uh, all that all kind the of shit, the job and cleaning and stuff. So yeah, I've got a boring part. Uh, I, if, if I was to paint, someone said to me, paint just now, I'd procrastinate for about four weeks. But I would just want my ass too cold outside, the lighting's not right, I'm wearing yeah. the wrong shoes, any excuse to not paint, I hate painting so much. It is one of these mature things you have to do as an adult, you feel like, I, can't, I don't like an adult doing this stuff. Mm, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, what? why am I not paying somebody to do this? Yeah. There must be somebody that I can get say, here's 40 quid, go paint. Well, that's what was, my dad and mum were saying, well, why don't you just get someone in to do it? I'm going, it just shows the difference in our sort of like, respective monetary levels where they think, oh, somebody I to paint. Well, I guess, yeah, that, yeah. that's, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. 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 I can't afford to get somebody to do it, so I will do it my fucking self. Yeah, yeah. because I can't afford to spend 400 quid on somebody coming and paint a room. That's why, yeah. basically. So, but, um, yeah. No, well done you for actually 
been, I suppose. Bit by bit, the house will get finished eventually. Um, so anyway, let's go into what we've seen the, um, um, this week, Colin. So some few things to talk about. Um, I'll start with something that you've touched on, you've said you, you might have watched off camera, which was a Netflix documentary called Pepsi, Where's My Jet? Yeah, yeah, Lorraine watched it um, when it first came out, and I kind of seen, it was in and out of the room, now, so I've seen kind of bits of it, so t- tell us the story. The premise of this is, it's four episodes on Netflix, but 40 minutes long each, and the premise is that back in the 1990s, when all things were, you know, very 90s, Pepsi ran a promotion basically saying if you collect so many ring pulls and, like, bottle caps and, like, the the stickers off them mm. you can win pepsi prizes so like t-shirts and baseball caps and you know all that just all pepsi branded materials it was, it was a genuinely decent idea for that and it apparently done really well for mm. them then the commercial they said basically if you collect seven million of these things you will you can have a harrier jump jet thinking yes. seven million was, was a, a figure that no one would ever get to anyway this kid figured out that you could actually get seven million by only spending seven hundred thousand dollars yeah, but did they not hire someone like an was that an investor he or like a stockbroker or something? I hire an investor who say like if you give me seven hundred thousand dollars, I can buy a Harrier jump jet from Tes- from uh, Pepsi that should cost thirty eight million, and we'll make money back on it by going round the world like sort of touring it and all that kind of shit. Yeah, it's, it's but basically it's, not, it's it's a sound business plan. It's genius, yeah, man. Yeah. It is. It's like proper, like yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, a solid right, business idea, yeah. He he tries this. Pepsi go, no, it was a joke. You know, no one ever mm-hmm. thought you could buy him. He's like, but there's no disclaimer on it. Every advert normally has a disclaimer saying, you know, prizes are not guaranteed and all this kind of stuff. You know, that kind of yeah. thing. Pepsi did not have that on it. So yeah. essentially, it, it, it comes into like a four or five year court case of him trying to prove that what Pepsi was saying was we can give you a jump jet, and he and they try to say that no, it's it's you know within the realms of. of common sense that we can't it's get to not, that. Yeah, it's not realistic and no one would expect it to be yes. upholdable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's an interesting, it's an interesting premise, you know, an idea like, because you find out a couple of things where Pepsi get fucked over, well, Pepsi fucked over people and I think it might have been the Philippines where they've done a kind, of, a kind of lottery type thing with numbers on the bottle caps and they drew a number out and basically it was like a million people in the, in the Philippines had this one number. So oh, wow. rather, rather than everyone went like a million dollars, it was like everyone gets like about you know twenty bucks, and he's like, and they, that like they split the, the money among them. This yeah. was not only riots; people were killed over it. Wow! Uh, wow. Like, there was like bombing campaigns against Pepsi, and um, I'm going to say the Philippines might have been one of the kind of more Caribbean islands. islands I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. not sure. So Pepsi had um, what's the word? They had like you know they, they've been known to like sort of have a prize to make a lot of money and then rescind on it. Um, yeah, yeah, which is bad shit. I mean, bad shit. Don't, 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 don't want to see that. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. It's an interesting documentary, but I think um, four episodes was kind of stretching it a little bit in yeah. terms of the interest on it. Um, yeah. You could have really boil it down to maybe like say an eighty-five minute, ninety-minute movie and made it yeah. a, bit, a bit better. I, uh, I, from what I've seen of it, a lot of it, it's the usual kind of drawn-out documentary formula of repeat, repeat, repeat right. it in reverse, repeat. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just the same information you're getting over and yeah. over. They kind of yeah. batter you with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Get it? I do. Yeah, the only thing Which, you got, I like from it. You got Cindy Crawford because she was one of the Pepsi girls back in the day. Yes, yep. has not changed in about thirty years, which is no quite incredible. Yeah, she still looks. She still looks pristine. So um, Interestingly, though, I think um, it's, not, it's not a spoiler, but um, Pepsi win the case. They do win the case. Yes. The bastards, which which they offer them, more, them, offer them, them, they offer them a million bucks at the start just to go away, basically. Mm. And he says no, he wants his jet, and it goes very high up. And he gets like lawyers who are yeah. now 
prosecuting like um, Trump and things like that back in the day. This is like, mm. one of their starting cases, um, and essentially, yeah, eventually lose the case. But and it was to him, it was all about the friends he made along the way. And I'm like, eh, I don't think it was, but the friends he made along the way, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think it's about you never got the the, the jump jet that you yeah. could sell for how many millions. Um, but. I kind of get it for both ends, because like, if I seen that advert on TV as a wee kid, I wouldn't be like, you could win a jump jet and be like, that's so stupid, do you know what I mean? Like, right. I do think there is an element there that's like, come on, it's a fucking TV ad, do you know what I mean? But then, I, if there's no saying a disclaimer, then, you know, yeah, that's, you know. Can a civilian own a jump jet? Yes, he can, as long as it's not armed. Yes, he can mm. own one. They can afford one. He looked into sort of the premise of, like, you know, he found, like, the thing that really that his case hung on is, te- is Pepsi changed the ads in certain places like to um to make it clear it was a joke whereas the, the American right. one that ran originally wasn't didn't feel like a joke so much yeah, one that ran yeah it Canada, was aye so one in Canada was like seven, you had to get 700 million points hmm. which was ridiculous you know yeah. that's that's like you would be like 70 million to get that jump jet which is obviously yeah. you buy a jump jet for that money so therefore getting yeah. the points pointless um the other ones ran with disclaimers in other countries, like in Britain and like Far East, not like they ran with disclaimers. Just this one that ran in Britain, America for about a week or so that had no disclaimer. And even the lawyer was saying, going, it is actually a case. Like even Pepsi's lawyer said, this is a case here because of that. That's why they tried to pawn them off with like, you know, a million bucks, which a million bucks in 1990 was a fuck ton of money. It was a fuck ton of money now to us, but even back yeah. then, it was a massive amount of money. You know? He's kicking himself for not taking that. He seems relatively happy in life. I think he's made a lot of money off his story. I'm sure he wrote a book yeah. like that. So I'm sure he's yeah. done right from it. But I think he does like lecture courses. And apparently it's like one of these like major cases in that people study in law for like law school. You know, the, the idea of it. So yeah. In a way everyone won, but no one really won out of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. again, it always boils into this when you hear about this like, like kind of the, the everyday man going for the big company, you know what's gonna happen. Do you know what I mean? Because Pepsi have got, you know, lawyers to the fucking cows come home and as much money as you want to fork more. Do you know what I mean? You're drag, never going to fucking... All they do is drag it out if as long as possible. Aye, for years and years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you just can't beat them. Do you know what I mean? All these big corporate companies, they've got their shit locked down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's like all the, even this stuff recently, like Scarlett and all that going to Sue Disney, and it's like, do you know what? Sue Disney, they Remember Scarjo was saying about getting the money and oh, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you're like, good on you, but do you know what? It's it's a fucking monster, do you know what I mean? And they'll just trample you, do you know what I mean? That, that's, they, own, that's, they own the industry if you want to work Yeah. Aye, aye, totally, do you know what I mean? And they've got all the money and all the lawyers and you just can't fucking... You can't even... Um, it makes me hey, angry. It's an interesting four-episode doc. If you get a chance to watch mm. it, it means dip into it. But like I said, it's, it felt definitely over... Overextended, which is a problem mm. about a lot of Netflix documentaries. Yeah. Ninety minute premise into a four hour or a three and a half hour thing that doesn't really need it. What have you watched yeah. about of interest apart from the thing we're gonna talk about? Um, in of interest, um just as recent as today, um I've started watching our flag being stuff. Oh, what do you think of it so far? <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I think I'm up to episode four, so I'm not not, not kind of quite yet. quite there yet, but yeah, I'm quite enjoying it, man. Yeah. I think Reece Darby, like you touched on, it's nice, nice to see him being front and centre. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like he's always in the background or a bit player, so it's nice to see him getting some chops. Um, I'm enjoying Taika in it as well. Yeah. And, I like Taika's uh, yeah. like left-hand man. See the Taika, the Taika's like sort of like assistant He's captain. creepy, man. He, he's he is. He's a terrifying, creepy guy. 
Aye. Yeah, it's just that voice, man. You're like, I don't, it unnerves me. Like, I don't, I don't you like that voice. You would, you would, you would, you would shit yourself. Oh yeah, totally. You, you'd fucking run. You, you would die. just take, take off. You'd be like, because it just sounds like a scary, scary bastard. Um, <laughs> sounds like a man who will hurt you. In yeah, <laughs> but no, I'm enjoying it. The characters are quite good fun as well. Do you know what I mean, yeah. obviously, it's, it's kind of plenty of stereotypes: the Scotsman, the Irishman. Scotsman's good. I like him. He's, he's good at it. He's funny. Yeah, yeah. It, it took me. A, Ten minutes to realise it was, so it didn't click right. immediately, and I was like, "Fuck, that's um, you and Ben." He's like, "Well, um, but he's, you know, he's like, see the guy who's like the bald guy in it, who talks kind of like kind of he's got a kind of very Philadelphia accent." Yeah, the one with the cleft palate, cleft lip. He's in um, he's in Dogma. Yeah, he's, I've seen he's him. A bartender. He's a bartender. Yeah, I've seen him in a few things um, quite recently as well. Um, he's quite out. He's quite good to him. I quite like him as well. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm enjoying to see him. I'm not quite halfway through it yet, but um, no, I'll, I'll, I'll finish it off um, yeah. and get get to the end of it. Um, what else did I watch? I revisited Whiplash the other night. The movie? Whiplash with like J.K. Simmons. Any reason? Any reason? Yeah, I was just kind of feeling musical and I thought I want something musical. And it's a good movie. I mean, it's like a great movie. Though. The final 20 minutes are phenomenal. The final, like, sort of 20 minutes, 25 minutes, it's just, like, genuinely something that was heart, like, sort of yeah. heart-pounding kind of drama you've seen in a long time. So it's, it's yeah. a cracking movie. But it's, uh, Simmons' performance, he's just, he's just a snake at the highest levels, but he does it so perfectly. Do you know what I mean? He is just a horrible, horrible person. Yeah. Um, and he's, he does it the way only Simmons can do with a character. Do you know what I mean? He just fucking owns that character. So that, that, that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, that that's pretty much been it, apart from the big one we're going to talk about. Cool. Um, so the big one, obviously, we talked about again. We talked about it the last six weeks. This one is the the Last of Us. is episode six. Um, again, our heroes are again traveling across country. A little bit of time jump in this. That's what yeah, three months, which three I, months. I wasn't expecting. I looked yeah. up. I was like, oh fuck, right, yeah. okay, we're, we're moved on. Yeah. yeah. I don't really spoil it, but they, they, they discover something in this it's sort of um, sort of. Causes maybe a change in the path that, or a possible change in path of how things could go down. Um, but again, the, the real joy of this episode, and this was the first episode I would say was a Joel episode. It felt yeah. very much about him. It, otherwise, yeah. I felt about Ellie and I felt about other people in it, but this one felt very much about him. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I get a lot more of his backstory and you had to understand who he is um, and like sort of some stuff he's done. But again, the real joy of this show again is watching them two together and watching them interact. It's just there's so much like there's such it, it, to them. It's amazing that it gets stronger each week as well because obviously yeah. it's not filmed like that. I mean they're filming uh-huh. it, but you, you do see it build and you're on the journey with them and it, you see this this kind of relationship changing uh-huh. and, and developing yeah. throughout, which is is really good how they've managed to capture that because they don't shoot like that. I mean, so and again, it's very odd. Just seven episodes in a row, no zombies. No, no, but you don't need don't them. Need them. Do you mean, we, know, we know they're there. We know that's the threat. And that's been a few episodes now where there's, there's been a complete omission of fucking mushroom people. Do you know what I mean? It's like, uh-huh. yeah, they still, still got that tension. Like the last yeah. 20, 15 minutes of this episode were but tense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. Is it, is it Star of the Dog as well? It was very tense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Ah, you just like, it's, at times you're holding your breath. Do you know what I mean? You're like <laughs> tense. And you're rigid waiting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I do like how they're given. I won't spoil it for anyone, um, but but they're kind of showing the vulnerabilities that, that Joe has. Yeah. In a really absolutely. really good way, man. I like that. Like that they're doing that. I mean, he's not a fucking video That's game superhero. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, he, and not only that, you're seeing other characters, like characters who you think would normally look up to him and go, oh, "You're my superhero." They've they've seen it mm-hmm. and they're not they're not ignoring it. They're calling him out on it as well. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So just a show that I just find so engaging. Like when I put it on, I'm just I'm hooked. I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not doing anything. I'm literally just watching this show. Yeah, yeah. same exact same as us. We'll sit with dinner and just eyes on the screen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's there's only two more two more to go. I think two more to go. Yeah, two or three more. Do you know what I mean? So it's just that are they going to kind of wrap up or are they just going to let it fizzle out and you know we'll catch up with you in season two do you know what I mean it's, ah, it's, it's interesting to see how they're going to land this that's the um, yeah, yeah what do they get I mean unless there's another time jump possibly that sort of moves them along further but then there's quite a big thing that happens at the end of this that obviously is going to need to be addressed um, yeah shit so, yeah, yeah so I don't know how they're going to go about doing it um, there's nine episodes all in so we've watched that's six we've watched so far six yeah, three to three go more. yeah Oh. Yeah, so it is, there's work to get done there, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then you're like, it's one of those shows where you don't want them to rush anything, do you know what I mean? Because oh. it's just so, I mean, it's just they're building such a great world, man. You're like, don't, don't rush anything. I'm right. happy to wait for a season two to to see where it's going, do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't feel any need for them to tie anything up for me. You know? No, I think we, I think we probably still get trust in the, the right in writers, and it feel like you feel like you're, you're yeah. in safe hands. They've got a journey they want to take you on, and I think from what I've heard. They're not going to extend as long as they have to. They Good. want to tell the story within a certain amount of time, and then they're not looking to run it on for like twenty seasons to make it, you know, make, keep making money and stuff like, like that. They want to just a lot like, of zombie programs we could yes, mention. <laughs> other, other ones that we we have great affection for in certain way, in certain genres yeah. of it, certain uh, yeah. guises of it. Um, but this one just seems to hopefully they know exactly when to leave the stage. Yeah, do you think it's going to open the floodgates for another flurry of zombie films? Mm, no, I think. I think Walking Dead has, in some ways, shown what, like, the, the problems of a zombie film, a zombie TV show, perhaps, because they've tried it with other things that just not really, Z Nation and stuff, they're just not really taken mm. off. So mm. I don't think the, the strength of this film isn't the zombies. Anyone who's watching this going, oh, it's such a great zombie show. It's not a great zombie show. It's a great show. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's, it's always happened to be a, You can easily have that threat being. You know, ravenous fucking penguins. You know, it doesn't really matter what it is. It's it's the yeah, story it's about the people, people and the characters and the world yeah. of the building. Yeah, yeah. I'll get a bit. Yeah. Exact same as you did. I'm just every week it, it's just such a focus. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like that. I'm so tuned into that every single week, and I, I, I genuinely look forward to Monday so much. Like, it's yeah. my my thing. Do you know what I mean? Like Monday, yes, I've got that to finish work and go home to. Do you know what I mean? So it makes Mondays. That'd be a bit nicer. Yeah. I think the final episode happens the same week that um, The Mandalorian starts. So you have The Mandalorian to take it up to, to sort of fill the gap eventually. Even more Pedro Pascal? It's yes. The, man, the man's the on the man, road now. He isn't. He, he's everywhere just now. But he's such a good actor. You, you, don't, you don't mind watching him. I mean, there's no, no chance of overexposure, I don't think. No, the, man, the man is beyond exposed. He could be exposed to everything he wants. The man, we all want to see it. But again, he's still so goddamn handsome and rugged, and yeah. isn't he? The, the camera just loves him, and it doesn't matter where he is or where you're shooting him from. Do you know what I mean? He's just this this attraction, this so magnetism. So, so I can't as well who plays someone close to him, who is also an insanely handsome man. It felt like that's these two people survived an apocalypse, and yet somehow they <laughs> insanely well quaffed and still looking like more fuckable than I've ever looked in my life. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Which you've really got it, you haven't. <laughs> a bit depressing, but um, yes, I'm very much enjoying it. I'm very much looking forward to the remaining um, uh, episodes, but also a wee bit nervous about the episodes because I don't want even to end type thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you, man. I get you. Let's let's go on to some movies, Colin. First of all, so, some filmage. Yes. Yes. So we'll start off with we'll talk. You talk very briefly on one that you've seen, which is Cocaine Bear. But I've not seen it, so we don't spoil it. I'm going to go see it on Tuesday. We'll talk about it properly next week. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Um, 
I went in, really don't know what I knew what the film was about and, and stuff like that, but I had no idea how this film was going to going to kind of lie. Is it going to be good, bad, funny, not funny, fucking B movie? I, I honestly yeah. didn't know what I was kind of going to get, and it's it's funny. Um, it is brutal. It's well directed by Elizabeth, Elizabeth Bank, Banks. As expected, yeah. Well directed cast is all really, really good in it as well. Um, and yeah, it, it's one of these films. It knows exactly what it is. It's not trying to be yeah. anything clever. It's it's about a bear on coke killing so people. It's more towards the, if we put it, it's more towards the tremors end rather than towards oh, the snakes yeah. in a plane. It's what snakes in a plane was trying to do. Trying to but be, it, yeah, yeah it didn't do it. This lands it. It's really, really funny. I was in quite a packed cinema actually. It was probably more than half full. And yeah, man, lots of laughs. I mean, people chuckling away throughout and stuff like that as well so I think it's, it's a film, film that should be that's what it's, that's the audience it should be attracting that kind of yeah. crowd it's not going to it shouldn't be a silent crowd watching it it should be a proper yeah. engagement yeah. although word of warning that there was a lot of kind of teens in there teens and tweens so I'm going to see it Monday morning, so I reckon that should probably keep the teams in. You should, you should be safe, but it, it's it's good. We'll, we'll go into more details as to why it's good and stuff like that. But that's a very surprising thumbs up, like nice one. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have high hopes for it. I'm, I'm a big fan of Elizabeth Banks generally, and I think she's directing so far has been excellent. She's always you knows her and um, Bryce Dallas Howard. I know I'm picking the two women who are directing right now are actors, mm. um, but they're both been very good at what they've done. So I'm always yeah. interested in what their work is, and hopefully they can keep getting more and more work and you know bigger and bigger jobs that they want to do. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think I think you'll enjoy it. All. I think I think you'll appreciate it the same for the, the same reasons as well. But yeah, but we'll kind of go into more details next week as to why, because you're going to go and see it this week, aren't you? Yes, definitely see it this week. We're going to see it uh, maybe tomorrow actually now that my painting's getting done tonight. Um, so, so next time up we've got um, Marcel the Shell with shoes on, which is one oh, that, which I'm desperate to. I was so yeah. I was going to see it today and I was so tempted and I was just that life's fucking give me stuff to do but I want to go yeah. and see the movie and I was like they'd be so irresponsible to go and see the movie so I'd done the growing up <laughs> thing and never seen the fucking movie so it's directed by Dean Fleischer Camp it's his feature debut and it's based on a short so a bunch of shorts actually that have been on mm. the internet so you can watch them on YouTube um, uh, that was created by him and I believe by Jenny Slate she was a yeah. voices um, Marcel yeah. And the story essentially is Marcel is a shell with shoes on who yeah. lives in a house that used to be full of love and warmth because it was a couple lived in there and they're very happy. The couple, as couples do, you know, break up, move on, and the house becomes empty. Um, but Marcel lived there with all his family, all his friends who are also little shells with shoes on them, and somehow <laughs> they all got lost. So Marcel is left alone in this house with. Um, his nana. Um, his granny, isn't he? Granny, yeah, looking after yeah. him. Um, and then on that, there's a guy who comes into the, the flat, or the, the, the house, and it is actually Dean Fleischer Camp, and he starts making a documentary essentially all about little Marcel. Awesome. And it's Marcel trying to find his family um, via the, and been taught things about the world, you know, about YouTube and like sort of Instagram life and like yeah. talking how you can use this to find family. So it's, it's, it's a very, that's a very basic story of, of what this is all about. But it's not. It's a journey of exploration, isn't it? Very much so, yeah. what it is, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. in the film, you've got voices. Uh, Jenny Slate voices Marcel. And voices, mm. She's a wonderful voice actress, uh, Jenny Slate. She's got real, she's a real sweetness to this character. Um, the Nana is voiced by Isabella Rossellini. Yep. Which is uh-huh. fucking big, hardcore, like, sort of, like... That's big a, name, a, man. That's, a big yeah, name. Yeah. <laughs> and Leslie Styles in it as well. And also Dean Fleischer-Camp is in it as the documentarian. He's actually on camera as well, which is... 
it's, it's very meta in that respect. Um, this is wonderfully charming. Like it's wonderful. It's it's so full of heart that it fucking actually hurts to watch it at times. Like mm. it's actually, you know, Marcel is beyond the dope. You'll you'll kill for Marcel. If anyone tries to hurt Marcel, you will break them. You, you know, will take a bullet for Marcel. Yeah, absolutely. Will. <laughs> you will take every bullet for Marcel. Um, so it, it's a very, it's it's so full of charm and warmth, but also it's exceptionally funny as well because Marcel he sees the world in a very sort of unique way. Like he asks questions about things. He goes it's like kind oh, of childlike, like it's just, it's that, yeah. Yes, but he has got a very childlike innocence because he's only known this one house, so he doesn't yeah. really know things. But so he, like he's been sharing a lot of stuff, and at some point he finds out that the directors like broke up with his girlfriend. And he's like, and he's like, why not tell me? And it's like, like I shared with you, why are you not sharing with me? And it's sort of, he's quite, you know, it's, and it's yeah. her delivery of Marcel is pitch perfect. It's, it's that level of like sort of curiosity, but warmth, and but he doesn't come across like a dick, which I think it's a very fine line. Yeah. Uh, but it also comes across almost like it's improvi- like improvised. Yeah. Like it can't be because stop motion, you can't improvise yeah. on stop motion, but it feels yeah. like that. It's a bit like you ever watch Bob's Burgers. I've watched one or two, yeah, yeah. That almost feels like it's improvised a little mm-hmm. bit. This feels like that as well, but so it has a real kind of freeness to it, which I really loved. Story's very simple, you know, idea of belonging and family, but mm. it's very much a mirror on modern society about, like, you know, social media and, like, how we are as a society, because, like, at one point, Marcel was on YouTube and he's coming famous on YouTube and he's, like, talking to all these people trying to find his family and he's got, like, 10 million views and Marcel just goes, they're not a community, it's just an audience. And it's like, oh fuck, that's that fucking stings deep. You know, that, that's, that, that, that's yeah, it's getting you thinking, man. Look, fuck, yeah, like, yeah. like you, you might be people on, you may interact with people online, but it's not a community. It's just a, an audience who, who are involved with you. It's, oh shit, um, that's very, really, okay. that's deep, man. It's, 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 it's a lot of shit, and you go, yeah. like, sort of like the like the sort of the the philosopher for our age. You know, I will follow myself <laughs> to the very end. <laughs> it's um, very well paced, but it does kind of rush towards the end a little bit just when it tries to wrap up but it does wrap yeah. up quickly but it's all, it, you don't really care it's, it's, it's all about the, the journey to get there and it's, and it's fine um, beautiful score as well absolutely wonderful and again this is up for a best picture Oscar and like I said three weeks ago if you asked me who's going to win best picture I said Pinocchio absolutely 100% all the way but we've seen Puss in Boots the last wish yeah and, and now yes. I will question why this is up for an Oscar and um, Apollo Nine and a half isn't eleven yeah. and a half because Marcel's animated and all the little creatures are animated, but there's a lot of live action in this as well. Oh yeah, it's more, it's, it's, it's yeah because it's same in a live action world, isn't it? So uh-huh. yeah, so yeah. I'm wondering why this is allowed into the Oscars, but yet the Apollo I think is yeah. a film that deserves to win the Oscars as much as anything else because it's purely animated as well. Did a Scanner Darkly not have some more issues? Was that not? I believe so. Yeah, well. people were saying this has to be nominated, and again, it was like, no, because it doesn't. There's no category for it, so it was uh-huh. like, fuck you. Yeah. 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 Very odd. Sad, but, man. Sad. Yeah. So, yeah, so my, my belief that, um, that the Oscar animated feature was a, a shoe in for Pinocchio, it's definitely been shaken in the past. You just, um, you just saw Pinocchio get it for the technical. <coughs> I think Rocky will still get just because of the scope and it's been out. Yeah. It's got enough. Um, I think possibly one that will push it first might be Last Wish because I feel a lot of kids will see that and they'll be wanting their parents, so that's the best film. I, I love that, and that'll be the one that maybe gets a lot of votes because of that. But this, wonderful. A very a very strong 8 out of 10 for me. I, I, I oh, thought it was absolutely adorable. Absolutely I'm so, adorable. so desperate to see it. I'll maybe try to get to see this week because I've done the big release, which is Cocaine Bear, so it frees yeah. up that. I could... <laughs> 
I could jump in and see this. Yeah, yeah, I'm desperate to see. Like I say, I was so tempted today. I just knew if I did, it would just throw my full day off, and I'd just be rushed a bit like if I can. Madman. So I was like, just be an adult. See you during the week. So yeah. yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> you're totally. You're just wetting my appetite even more. I'm like, oh my god. I've been sold John recently. You've you've been very impressed with. You know, like you've been. You, know, you, 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 you weren't sure what Puss in Boots would be, and you were absolutely in love with Puss in Boots. Yeah, you, you you've done well, sir. You've not steered me in a, a bum path for a bit now. So I will keep on trusting you. I will. I will keep the faith. Well, mention one that you talked about last week that I finally got to see. Where that was the whale. Ah, did you get to see it? Yes. So oh, give me your off. thoughts. Yeah. Read Mother Noah, Reckon for a Dream. Um, like I said, we'll touch the plot very quickly. As essentially, it's a guy who's like four hundred pounds living in his apartment. He's he's going to die. He's got congenital heart failure, and he's not yeah. getting help, he can help for it. But he tries to reconnect with his um his daughter. His daughter, uh, yeah. Um, and basically he's shown his world from that. Well, basically the final week of his life, essentially. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, Brendan Fraser, the Renaissance is back. Um, which. You know, went away in my, in my mind. No, he's always been there. Always been there. People are just the man who's the mummy. The man That's who stands, you know, Rick and Evelyn. I, 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 the man never died in my mind. Yep. Uh, you've also got Sadie Sink playing his daughter. Ty Simpkins playing like sort of a preacher, sort of like door to door Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Hong Chow, she plays like sort of like his carer and friend. Yeah. And Samantha Morton plays um, his ex wife. Um, yeah, that, that, and that's it. It's an do you ever see the pizza guy? Do you only hear him? I can't remember now. No, you see him briefly. You just see him briefly, kind of yeah. over yeah, like, like two seconds he's gone. Yeah. Aye, he's he very brief in it. Um, I'm going to go over with you. Can I say this, unfortunately? I think it's... It's a wonderful... Brendan Fraser performance per, wonderful. Like, he, he works yeah. up immensely well. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he makes that character believable. And he, and he brings... Yeah. A lot of hum, like humanity and a lot of life to that, and he's he done it. He's doing it through like you know an absolute metric fucking ton of like a fat suit. Yeah, and, he's acting f- through that shit. Through yeah, that, yeah. So. yeah. Nothing about the the Brendan Fraser role I thought was bad. I actually thought you you didn't like Sadie Sink. I thought she was actually very good as an absolute bratty bitch of a teenager that I would actually want to kill. Really want to kill. I thought she played I that really well. I just thought they took it extreme. Do you know what I mean? I just they did, thought they, they died it down a bit. I'd have bought into the character, but I was just like. No, you're fucking Satan. Do, do you know what I mean? It was just, remember I was saying you had to buy into it, and I, I, I just couldn't. I was like, no, no. And that might be the biggest thing about it. This film lacks any sort of fucking nuance whatsoever, and maybe that's is, is emphasised by the Sadie Sink character. I really didn't like this at all. I, I really disliked it. Um, I thought it was voyeuristic in the most horrible way. Yeah. I, I didn't think it had anything nice or in any way sort of human like human to say about the person or even sort of you know sympathetic towards it and mm. anything it took almost like a, a real voyeuristic nasty glee in showing off this person whose life is went to shit yeah I remember i was saying to you as well like every shot of the brendan fraser's character like it lingers do you know what i mean he's like I, I don't need do you mean, I, I, I get it you don't need to show me do you know what i mean i can I, Fill in those fucking blanks, you know what I mean? It's but it, it delights in fucking just uh, yeah. hanging that camera for a wee second more. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. like, no, I don't. Do you know what I mean? Wait, I mean he's sitting and his and his t-shirt rides up, showing his yeah. stuff. That felt it was there, just like look. It was almost like going. He's almost like another thing you go look him. Aren't you revolted yeah. by this? It's yeah. Like, no, I think if you're feeling there's a sorrow to this character, there's a sadness yeah. to this character, you know, and it's and I don't think he got into that sort why. You get why he's like that, you know, he, he, there's grief consuming him to the point uh-huh. where he's just basically fucking, you know, voluntarily kill himself. It, you, you get it, but 
they never explore that fully. Do you know what I mean? No. And, and not everyone will get that. A lot of people yeah. will just go in and they'll just jump on the that's gross, that's disgusting. But you yeah. know, give us an understanding as to why then. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. the, there's you know, there's a story there that you've just fucking yeah, not everyone kind of clicks instantly, but you know, just move that story a bit more. Do you yeah. know what I mean? As to why he's like that. Do you know what I mean? He's not just this grotesque fucking monster. Do you know what I mean? There's like, you know, quite a character. I'm not going to spoil but the final scene, it felt like he was doing like a, I don't know if that, it must have been purposeful, like he was doing a monster movie. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. when the, the final the final minutes of the movie, mm. it's like, that feel like that's it's not even subtle. It's it felt so yeah. obvious. It had to be a choice, and it's like that's a yeah. really horrible and like really, just nasty way of portraying that character. And I, I'm, I'm gonna give it five out of ten, mainly because <laughs> I thought it was excellent, and I thought Hong Chow was also excellent. She, the, yeah, uh, those the, two were studded. Um, yeah. the, the wife as well was very good, but the, the only two one kids get yeah, very good. I think yeah. I didn't get the kids, especially the the boy. I just why? I, yeah. I don't understand the character yeah. at all. I mean, I was just like, I don't buy that. <coughs> it it's one of those, let's say, everything happens and you you just need to believe it. And if oh. you can't, then it, and I'm like, no, I can't just believe that this sequence of events is all fucking yeah. in this box. You know what I mean? It's like, no. Um, that, also, that's a film we'll talk about in a minute as well. Also, talk felt very much like a play. Like, it felt very constrained. Yeah, you, I, I could envisage watching the theatre. There uh-huh. was no hassle with me my brain just to switch and think, oh, it's in a theatre. And I'm uh-huh. not kind of good visually, do you know what I mean? Imagination yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, I could quite easily just, like, you know, oh, yeah, I could see how that would be set up, do you know what I mean? Which is a big, big giveaway for me as to. Yeah. But it was dark as well, though. Do you know what I mean? So it was like the kind of lighting wasn't great yeah. either, do you know what I mean? Um, which was weird. But the makeup was fucking immense. Yeah, like I said, the suit the make men the way they make them look is, is you know, they, they nail that perfectly. And Brendan Fraser is wonderful in it, and he plays up, and it's a, it shows how good an actor Brendan Fraser is. But the film itself, I really, I've found really, I didn't like it at all. Yeah. I, I, found it, I really, I, like I said, one I've described it as it's like people who take joy in a freak show, like back in the 1900s. Yeah. That's what it felt like to me. Like it's, it's P.T. Barnum-esque, you know, in terms of like, look at this grotesque creature. Yeah. And they do it a lot as well. It's not just one or two scenes or that. No, it's, it's consistent. It's a lot. Do you know what I mean? It, let's say it's just that fucking almost joy and fucking, you know, look at this, look at this. Do you know what I mean? You're right. like, that's not the point of this character or this film. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. Yeah. but I think I, I think I gave it the same as you. I think I was a five, and it was it was based purely on those those two performances. Yeah. 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 That, um, yeah. Not a fan of it, unfortunately. But I can see why Brendan is getting the Oscar nod. Oh yeah, like nothing against him. He's been per- he was yeah. perfect. He's you know he's Brendan Fraser. He's absolutely wonderful in it. But the film itself, I just I did not vibe on it at all. And I really, I, yeah. as I said, I actually actively disliked it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to think like I'm really not not I'm just not liking it. I'm actively really disliking it. And there's a different thing. Yeah. Just you cannot enjoy something and go that's fine. But I actually like I would tell people like, don't watch it. Yeah, and as you say, but as well, it's it's a stylistic choice he's made for those shots because the book's not going to revel in kind of detail like that. Do you know what I mean? The book's no. just going to fucking, you know, kind of move on, move on, move on. And so I think it's it's a distinct he's chosen to fucking do yeah. that. And yeah, it, it is voyeuristic. Yeah. So I'd first like that's two, uh, two strikes for um, Aronofsky because I, I was not a fan of the mother, uh, mother sorry either. So be interesting to see what he comes yeah. up with next. You know, because. 
he is hit and miss, isn't he? He's he's not you know he's he's not in a straight path, man. He's fucking up and down, though. Um, which I, I guess is good because that we there, there is always it. hope that yeah you don't know what's coming next. You know what I mean, what, what's next? It, it might be genius or absolute fucking garbage. So yeah, the thing is, good. there is a story in this that could be well told, but you think he went at it about it the wrong way? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, but dead exact same thoughts, man. That's that's yeah. weird. Um, yeah. It's not it's not weird. It means no. It means. Yeah, there's a fucking reason why. I think it should we both get humanity and assault us a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. More so than fucking Aronofsky, um, apparently. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, on from that, we go on to The Sun, mm. which is one of the cinema as well, directed by Florine Zeller, um, who directed The Father a few years ago, the one with um, Anthony Hopkins. It was a very affecting um, movie about mm. um, dementia and Alzheimer's and the sort of loss of yourself. Um, yeah. Well, this one's a bit more, it's a bit, sim- a bit simpler. It's well, not simpler, it's just, it's it's not about Alzheimer's, it's about a father who's got a son who is sort of detached from the world. He's sort of, he's, he's definitely struggling at school, he's maybe acting out a little bit. Um, mm. He's a son from a first marriage, um, the main character's moved on to a second marriage, and he's trying to move on with his life with his new, younger wife, and he's trying to become a, you know, basically to go again. But this sort of part of his old life, you know, and his old wife keep holding him back. There's always problems with this sort of teenage boy. Um, mm. And he's trying to deal with those problems. At the same time, he's also got some hang-ups about his own father, who sort of treated him in a, some would say, a, a nasty way. Um, and he's, he's trying to sort of deal with that as to what that makes him as a man, um, essentially. So, in the film, you get Hugh Jackman. He plays, well, he does he play the son or does he play the father? Well, that's for you to decide. Well, um, yeah, I guess he plays a son, but He's the father as well. Yeah, yeah. dude, already. So many levels. So many levels. So many levels. <laughs> uh, also got Vanessa Kirby plays his new wife, the, the his younger model, so to speak. Uh, you got Laura Dern playing his ex-wife. Uh, Zen McGrath. Right. right. Who in her right mind would do that? Who would leave Laura Dern? Uh, exactly. Laura right Dern, there. Right there. That, that's, that's your movie ruined. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Possibility got at this point. And he was Anthony Hopkins um, in it as well. Is he... Jackman's dad, isn't it? Jackman's dad, yeah. Yeah. So, it, it, does it have it's not, any... It's, like, not a sequel, it's not a sequel. It's not a sequel. It's just... It's, it's a theme. He's following a theme on. With, I think he's... It's based on a play as well. His first play was called The Father. His second play was called The Son. And his um, third play, I was hoping it would be called The Holy the Holy Spirit. Um, mm. It's actually called uh, the, the Mother, I think it is. Yeah. So, this is... It's kind of very similar, to, actually, to um, The Whale. A little bit, in the sense that... The, the strongest point of this film is the lead character. Like, Hugh Jackman. We always forget because he played Wolverine for so long and he's done like he's singing and dancing. Hugh Jackman's a very good actor. Oh yeah, look at stuff like Prisoners and things like that. He's, yeah, he just comes along and you, you're like, yeah, he's he's got range, man. Yeah, yeah he's not just, just a beefcake. Yeah, yeah, he's, no, he's, he has, he's not even for the silly. He is, he is all that and he can do all that stuff. But he has yeah. got real depth and he can do, he can bring a character to life and he very much is bringing this character to life and he is very much proving his acting chops. Um. Problem I had with it is like everyone around it, there's not much for them to do alongside it. You know, it's very much he's the star of the show and everybody else is very one dimensional and there's not a lot there to support what he's doing is very good stuff. Mm. Anthony Hopkins comes in for one scene and fucking destroys the scene, like absolutely just does does, Hopkins. does Hopkins, yeah, comes in yeah. gravitas, here's a big fucking monologue for you after I'm done. Bye. Jesus. But um be that character is quite one-dimensional in the sense, like you get, yeah, he's a nasty father. That's about all you can really get from it. And you get he's a nasty guy, but that's pretty much it. There's no development there. Um, the plot again is always it's a very simplistic approach to mental health. 
you know, it, it was it, it felt there was very little nuance to it. It's just, mm. you know, man be crazy. Crazy do crazy things. And it's like, eh, let's let's yeah. do more on that a little bit. Yeah, give me give me more. There's there's reasons here, you know, give me more yeah. about the father that made the son that makes the father. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's even more cats in the cradle in it. Um there's there's no real engagement with the issues of that and that's the that, that, that home going like you've got to, you can't just have it happen. It has to be something, you know, that, that makes rings in. And the storytelling's quite ponderous for long stretches. Yeah. And it just seems to drag and drag and drag. Um and it was again also based on a play and they do try and widen the scope of it a little bit by like taking it places, but you can really feel it sort of struggling to feel like a, a movie. It feels it very feels very much like a play. It doesn't yeah. feel like a like a like a movie. If you feel something that should be seen on stage. I'd be wondering how to do it on stage in the sense of would it feel quite a long two and a bit hours sitting in your ass watching it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. More intimate the theatre, so maybe that's what it needs is that intimacy that it's, it's yeah. missing when you're watching it on a screen in in a kind of room or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Maybe it's that possibly. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. But it was a bit of a letdown after the father. I think we both very much enjoyed well not enjoyed, but we definitely got a lot from the father from what I recall. I've not seen it yet. You, you, seen it yet? No. you, you, you gave it a nine out of ten, I think. Possibly. Yeah, it's a you, very, very strong film and Hopkins. Did, did they not win Oscars for it and stuff? Oscar, yeah, Hopkins won an Oscar for it and yeah. very much deserved an Oscar for it as yeah. well. Um but yeah, this definitely a bit of a letdown, unfortunately. I was, I was, it found it, I found it a bit dull, unfortunately. And that's yeah. sort of one of the worst things you can maybe say about a film that like you, 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 you're bored by it a little bit. Especially a film that's dealing with real life issues that affect people. Do you know what I mean? That it's an important film. It shouldn't be fucking dull. Do you know what I mean? That that's, yeah. It should try, aye, and it felt like it was definitely not embracing that part of it. So yeah, a bit of a letdown. So I give it a six out of ten. Mm. Liked it more than the whale. I didn't actively dislike it. I just felt I just. Yeah. Well, will you watch the third one when it comes out, the, the Muller? I don't know if they'll get a third one based on this one. has not done a lot of business from what I've heard, yeah. so it might, that might kill it off, unfortunately. But I would still be intrigued to see what he does, but um, yeah, I'm not quite as enamoured to watch the, the the second one now all of a sudden. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. A third one, sorry. I'll avoid uh, that. I won't watch that. Yeah, I think, I think if we're going to see one this week that's still out, I would probably pick Marcel. Yeah, of course I'm yeah. going to pick Marcel, fuck's sake. Marcel's there all the time. What's going to last one? Again, you've seen it, I've not seen it, so we're very brief on this. We don't want to spoil it. I will, because I want to talk about this a wee bit. And I'll mention this week in preparation, I couldn't go because I I injured myself, but this week (laughs) I watched um, Ant Man 1 and 2, and I watched them, and they're very charming but utterly forgettable. Yeah, I I don't know about forgettable. I would say they introduced the Paul Rudd character really, really well. Um, And they kind of inject this humour into Marvel up until that point wasn't quite to that yeah. level yet but but yeah too the, the, the kind of plots yeah definitely you're like i don't know at one point it was a big train and you know that, that's it Do you know i mean you just remember these big key moments but yeah. as an overall story arc yeah i think it is quite kind of yeah. almost didn't, didn't, didn't when I, was I felt like these almost felt like tax write-offs when i was watching them going i don't think this these even existed at one point anyway you went saw ant-man 3 or ant-man quantum mania quantum mania um, yeah and i'm very very polarised by it. I don't know what I think yet, because I'm okay. still chewing it around. Um, it's it's definitely mid-tier Marvel again. Mm. Um, it, it's, it's again, we always go back to this conversation, it's pissing me off, but it, it's missing the magic that Endgame and Infinity War and, you know, the, the kind of build-up had to them, yeah. Forever. It's missing that, but it is definitely an improvement on Batman 2, Wakanda, stuff like that. So it is a slight step up, but I 
don't know. It, something just didn't click with me. I don't know what it was. Um, right. not, no spoilers, but this one is, is based primarily in, in the quantum universe. So Aye. they're no longer in the kitchen where they can turn, you know, a salt shaker big and, you know, yeah. do shit. So there's nothing fantastical because it's it all fantastical, fucking fantastical, fantastical which yeah. I think it suffers from a wee bit because yeah. that was a cool thing about Iron Man was like the, the big giant Thomas the Tank Engine, do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. Running along the, the knife edge and stuff like that. So it was all based around kitchens and you're like, wow, Jimmy, I've never yeah. seen a kitchen look so fucking exciting. Kitchen working, wasn't it? Actually, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas with this, it's all just like, you know, like fucking CGI everywhere, do you know what I mean? So you're like, you know, what's, what's going on? So that, that was about. Mostly all right. There was a few points where you were like, oh, could, could have been a bit better. Um, I, I, again, it's, it's they're never going to capture the kind of CGI effort that was put into things like Endgame and stuff like that. And I think they've been rumbled now as to how they're treating their staff, so even yes. more so, I think. Yeah. Um, so it is definitely a miss in that. Um, but, but overall, I mean, it's fun. Do you know I mean, it's an Ant-Man film, ultimately. Yeah. It is fun. You know, it's, it's lots of big, stupid, exciting set pieces. Um one really, really disappointing cameo. You know what I mean um, when mm. you see it. Um, but really, like, I, I don't get the fucking point in that one. That was, that was utterly strange. Um, and Jonathan Majors is a revelation. Well, he's going to be the next big thing because he's um, obviously he's going to be up against Creed in the next Creed couple of Creed as well, yeah. Um, he can be the next big thing. And I, I, I called it when I saw him in um, The Hard the Fall. The man was outstanding in that. He is stunning. But in, in this, he's... He makes this film. Um, mm. You know, I, I'm still polarised by it, but, but you know, he was good. He, he's the one thing in it that, you know, it's yeah. like, no, he made sense, you know, his character made sense, and the gravitas he brought to the character is, is it's stunning, dude. I also right. didn't realise how big he is, because um, you see him in that Creed trailer, and you're like, fuck me, man, he's, he's ripped, man, he's a oh, bitch. Because at the end of Loki, when you see him, he was kind of goofy and... and Stuff like that. Almost. Almost, yeah. I don't know if it was if he just the, the character kind of projects that. But yeah, seeing him in, in this and then seeing that Rocky trailer, I was I was like fucking frightened by how, how immense the man is. He's a big Aye. Big, big bastard of a man, yeah. Yeah. But he he brings as well. I've, I've heard him in interviews. It was quite hard to understand what he was saying. He's very very softly spoken and quite very thoughtful with what he's saying. He's not yeah. a man who um, rushes an answer. He's he's, he's He's, he's um, things to say. Yeah. Basically, bro, I think very much an actor's actor. I think in many ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely the best thing in the film. Um, I think the recasting of the daughter probably a good shout. Right. Um, yeah. I think she's a. I, I get why they done it. I think she's just a bit more kind of Hollywood recognisable. You know what I mean, likability stuff like that. I think. Right. Yeah, I, I get it. Do you know what I mean, and, and it works in that aspect. Um, Pfeiffer, Douglas, Turner, Pfeiffer. do do their jobs well. Yeah, no no problems with him whatsoever. Um, what's her face was left a bit in the sidelines um, from Lost. Angelina. Yeah, Angelina Lilly. Yeah, Angelina Lilly. She's been left in the sidelines all two movies so far. Yeah, not not a lot to do, unfortunately, for her character. Um, but there, there is... That's what we need. Yeah, but it's, it's got the usual, you know, there is fun in there because it's Ant-Man. Um, you know, there is kind of groaning and drinking and shit like that. Everything you expect to see in Ant-Man movie, but yeah, I think Majors definitely is, you know, but makes it a cut above um, but I, I'm still polarised I don't, I don't I still don't know and I'm, I'm, I want to talk more about it without spoilers so yeah we'll, about next we'll week properly. Yeah. yeah 
Definitely. Um, it's only two hours long, by the way. It's not an epic, so it, it moves, which is good. It doesn't overstay its welcome, which is nice right, for a Marvel movie. Yeah, it's just like, you know, by the time it's done, you're like, oh, cool, done. Um, and two, oh, possibly the two best end credits, yeah. All right, okay. Stick around, man. They're very interesting. Like, oh, shit. Very Fair good. Enough, right. I'll watch it then. I'll definitely get to watch this week. We'll talk about it more next week. So that is us for this week. Call next week. We've got quite a quiet week so far. We're going to talk mm. more about Cocaine Bear. We're going to talk more about <laughs> Ant Man. And we'll talk about We Have a Ghost on Netflix. I watched that. That's Anthony Mackie talking about Marvel. That's where my yes. Anthony Mackie isn't. We'll I do like Next week. That's, that's only just come out. So we'll talk more about that at length next week. I've seen it as well and we'll discuss it next week. Um, just before we leave, so the, the, the true story of Cocaine Bear. Uh-huh. Is apparently they threw drugs off the plane. I bet it the drugs and died. They died in five minutes. That that was it. No one seen it. You know, there was there was no nothing. It was just like yeah, there's a bear dead. There's a bag of coke. Oh yeah, the bear had a coke died. Um, which is like mental that they're making a ninety minute film. The idea is was the, like, the number one apex predator in the world for about five minutes until its heart exploded yeah. essentially. Yeah, but do you know what it's done though? I think is um, I think it's endangered moose jaws. It prob- that probably has, yes. But, or maybe give, maybe give life to Moose Jaws because it's like, well, that worked for Bobby Moose Jaws as well. I think it'll push it to get made, but I'll yeah. tell you what, dude, the, the bar's been set fucking high for Mr. Smith. I'll tell you, like, I mean, hi. He's not going to cut it with what he's been doing recently. This no. is, he, this is you know, step up Mr. Smith or, you know, fucking stop now. This is going to define him, I'm telling you, right now. <laughs> Number three beers the movie. Uh, we're on Gmail. Are we on? I don't even know if we're on Gmail anymore. I'm still getting spam. Fuck's sake. It's yeah. the same as spam. Same up for a bot. Uh, we're on Gmail, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, and Instagram. So look us up and, and click all those buttons that, that's on there. There's a wee thumbs up and there's a subscribed and all that kind of shit. You can even leave comments. Yay. Yes. Do that. I've been Colin. You've been Richard. We've been. Three beers in a movie.